welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com. With over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on selfdiscoveryradio.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Batters. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest again today is Janie Bosclair. We're going to be talking about 5C clairvoyant, your five clairvoyant abilities. Now, if you listened in last week where we talked about the clairvoyant uh, gourmet, we talked about all your chakra foods that you need to eat in order to feed your chakras into well-being. Highly recommend you listen to that show if you uh, did not catch it. It's right here on the posting. Click onto it. There's so much information for you to listen to there that's going to help you find that alignment in your body with your chakras, with your well-being, and what foods to eat in order to feed that. But today it's all about clairvoyancy. How do we tune in? What is a clairvoyant? What are the abilities of a clairvoyant? And uh, how can she help you tune into yourself or even help you with the readings that she does, uh, reaching out to uh, past loved ones, and uh, let us not forget getting recipes from those that have passed on that wish to pass on those recipes of love. So I highly recommend you listen to the other show. Please do. I know you're not going to regret it. And so let's get right on with this show and uh, look at what we need to do in order to choose into our own clairvoyant abilities and find out exactly what they are and uh, why they are. So welcome back to the show, Jenny. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me once again. And I want to say, just touching on what you just said, if they listen to the other show, they'll get some secrets and some hints about how to fine-tune their ability to connect. So it would definitely make sense to go check out which of the chakras you can feed in order to open up your senses even more. Exactly. It's, um, it's not just a one channel. You want all of your channels to be open. Uh, mm -hmm. Because in that way, you're in tune, right? Yes, ma'am. Exactly <laughs> right. So what are the five uh, clairvoyant uh, abilities, the points? Let's um, show people exactly what sure. they are and why they are and then how they can tune into them. Well, it's really interesting because what I've learned when I first realized that I was clairvoyant, I, I've been clairvoyant my whole life, um, and I never really figured that out until I was well into my 30s. Um, I always thought that's just how I was mm -hmm. <laughs> and that that was how everyone was. I didn't realize that not everybody was connecting. Right. Um, so uh, what I realized when I actually woke up to the fact that, oh, you're, you're clairvoyant. That's what this is. This is not normal for every single person doesn't know how to tune into this yet. Uh, I realized that not everybody has all of their senses open in order to connect. So in realizing that, it really um, made me fine-tune and understand more about what my own abilities were. So for me, I, I work with five of my senses. Um, what I've learned is most people work with one or two. Uh, I very rarely have met, I literally have met two different people who work with six. So there are a variety of senses that attach and which ones you have open um, really will show you what you need to work on to open the others, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, on my website, I put symbols to show people so that they could kind of see. If you're a visual person, you learn better by seeing. And so I have five symbols, and one is an eye, one is an ear, one is your lips, uh, a full body, and your nose. For me, what happens is I work with my clairvoyant, which is clear vision, 
Um, a clairvoyant is a person who gets extrasensory impressions, um, symbols in the form of mental images. And you don't need to see it with your eyes. You see it in your mind. Mm-hmm. So that's the clear vision. That's the visual. Um, and then I have the clear audience that I use, which is the hearing, the audio. So I hear words. I hear sounds. I hear extrasensory noises uh, from spirit. And not like you're talking to me now, but I literally hear that in my head from the other side. And so it's it's hearing sounds without the physical aid of your ears. I'm not hearing them through my ears. I'm hearing them through my brain and my connection to the universe, to spirit. The next one is clear taste. And it's an inner taste. It's the ability to taste flavors without actually putting something in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And an example of that is uh, a lot of times when I'm doing readings and I get recipes from the other side, I will suddenly taste lemon meringue pie, for example. Mm-hmm. I'll taste the meringue and then I'll taste the lemon and then it'll prompt me to ask the person, do you have a strong connection to lemon meringue pie? And in the instance that happened you know, recently, the young lady said, oh, my grandmother taught me how to make lemon meringue pie when I was 10 years old. So there was a connection there, but I tasted it without actually putting food in my mouth. Um, and then clear sentience is clear sensations. It's the sensations that you get when you, um, you know, they say your intuition is telling you this and that. Mm-hmm. That's your clear sentience. That's your sensation and feelings. It's trusting and knowing that your body's intuitive senses are feeling what they're feeling. So if you're in a situation where uh, all of a sudden you feel like something's not right here, right, and you get that sensation, that's clairsentience. That is the inner feeling of knowing that something is going on because you feel the, the energy of it. So it's not like you putting your finger on the hot stove. It's like you feeling it inside your body and knowing it in your mind. And then the last one for me is, um, is about smelling. So it's clearly getting aroma. So it's smelling fragrance or uh, a lot of times I will smell flowers. And specifically uh, recently, and I think it's easiest to give you an example to, to understand these things, um, I recently did a reading and I kept smelling um, lilies, lily of the valley I kept getting and I kept smelling the smell of lilies. And so when I said to the young lady, I keep smelling lilies, she says, every time I went to visit my great grandmother, she had a bouquet of lilies. So and it was her great grandmother who was coming through, but I was only getting her presence through smell. So the whole time, the great-grandmother was there in the background while the young lady was speaking with her grandmother, I kept smelling the lilies to tell her that her great-grandmother was there also. So it's using your senses and being very clear with your senses about what you're seeing in your mind's eye, what you're hearing from your spiritual side, what you're tasting from the other side without actually putting food in your mouth, without actually smelling flowers, and and being aware of what your senses are capable of doing. And let me just say, every single human body is able to get in touch with these senses. 
Our bodies are built to be able to communicate this way. It's just most of us have never been exposed to how to even wrap our heads around getting there. And so one thing for me when when I realized where I was and what was happening for me, I needed to go to the scientific side because for me it didn't make a lot of sense that I was able to do this and other people weren't doing this. So when I went to the scientific side and went to the science world and said, how is this humanly possible, though? But how is this possible? <laughs> you know, um, what I learned is that our brains are built in order to communicate with the other side. We're built that way automatically. It's just some of us have turned it on and some of us have not. So this education today is about turning it on and recognizing that we all have this ability we can all connect to the other side. We can all connect to our spirit guides. It's how clear are we and do we actually understand what abilities we have? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we think about it, uh, you know, we are all energy. We're all essence. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're just in this vessel, this body for this lifetime. Uh, right. But, you know, once the body goes, you know, we transcend, kind of go home, go back into that beautiful collective energy with the signature and the DNA of all the knowledge that we've gained. So why can't we communicate with the universe, with the divine and with all that knowledge that's gone before? It's all after all, it's all frequency. And it's just really a question of tuning into those channels of the knowledge right. you need at that moment. Right. That sense of knowingness. Absolutely. And something that you learn when you start practicing and playing around with this fun stuff is you learn how to raise your frequency so that you can communicate clearly or you can hear clearly or understand clearly. Um, and, And frequency and energy all in the same family. So when you raise your energy to certain frequencies, you raise your ability to tune into the skills that you already have. I recently did a show, which I do myself and Sarah's view uh, of life, um, from a video that I saw, which I thought was, you know, explained things so beautifully. And it's just a a metal plate um, where they put sand on it and they kept turning the frequency up. And the higher the frequency, it it kept creating um, mandalas, patterns. And, Uh, you know, in uh. matters of seconds would turn into another beautiful pattern and another beautiful pattern, depending on what the frequency was. And, you know, when we think about it, you know, even look at our own DNA structure, everybody, you know, we're not made out of straight lines or just the woven thread. We've got a beautiful complexity of patterns within us that, that, uh, you know, makes us up. And when you look at that frequency and that energy and how the patterns change, but how beautiful they are, we realize that the more we raise our frequency, the more we raise our energy, the more connection we have with the divine, but also how more harmonious we are in our own lives. Yes, and I was going to get to that too. The When you realize what you contain, it gives you so much more power. That's that self-empowerment thing we were talking about with the chakras. Um, when you realize what you have the ability to do, think about it this way. We just had the Olympics go on in the world. And so when this young lady was doing being interviewed, she was a young lady that won the gymnastics title. And she said, I didn't know how good I was until I realized how good I was. Right. And I thought when you that makes so much sense when you realize what your brain is able to do, then you start working towards allowing your brain to do that. So it's really a, a knowledge thing of understanding 
that your brain is capable, you know, and look at it as a big computer. If you're someone who plays on the computer, which 90% of our world is these days, you know that if you type something in, your computer understands it. Well, when you speak something into your own personal computer, your brain, your brain understands it. So when you start dealing with your brain as if it's a computer and the information you input responds to the information that comes output, then you realize that you can really work with your brain in so many more ways that allow you to connect in the ways you want to connect. Yeah, you know, the brain is the hard drive. And the, right. And the um, mind is the programming. Exactly. So, you know, you're just a, a subject of all the programming that's gone on your world in your world. But uh, you know, from from society, from family, from faith, you know, from school, everything has been programming you. But that doesn't mean you are that program. You are so much more than the program that you've been programmed in. And you know, and the the, the divine collective has a different type of programming for you because we're all born with a DNA blueprint of what we're here to do what our meaningful purpose is in the world. And the quicker we get to tune in to what that is, the more fruitful we are in the way that we live our lives because we're living it in that beautiful, meaningful purpose that really feeds our heart, mind, body, and soul. Absolutely, absolutely. And the quicker you get in tune with the, the power of your brain and your energy, the quicker you can change things that are going on in your life. Because once you recognize and accept that, oh, I'm capable of getting myself out of depression, of getting myself connected to uh, my loved one who has recently passed that I'm suffering because I've lost that person. Um, You can really change things that are happening, not only in your body, but in your mind and in your heart um, as a result of, the awareness that you can do this. This is not like, I'm not special. Everybody has the ability. I'm only special in that I was aware and awakened to this at the age of three. That's what's special. Right. Follow and, me? Oh, 100%. I mean, I was born that way. Good old Lady Gaga. You know, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, I used to play with dead people, didn't everybody? Yes, you know, I did. You <laughs> see them too, you know, it's like, what's wrong with you, you know? And, you know, that is, that is the thing is um, what was so completely normal for me uh, to other people was freakish uh, yes. because they didn't understand it. Yet, anytime they needed trouble, you know, uh, um, help, uh, who was the person they came to? Even if it was behind, you know, closed doors, don't tell anyone. But I right. need this and because they knew to come to me. But at the same yeah. time, it was like, oh, 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 you know, I, I don't Fearful. know about that. Exactly. And and mainly because they didn't understand. That's precisely it. If you don't understand something, you're going to be in trepidation of it. So the logic says, learn to understand. Yes. And take yeah. away the fear. Because the more you understand and the more you open up to it, the more you realize it is who you are. It's what this world and the universe is. And it is absolutely beautiful and has all the answers that you need when you choose to tune in. Absolutely. And I have to say that for me and probably a lot of people out there that need that scientific explanation in order to allow the logic to um, um, be a something that resonates with you. The, uh, yeah, I'm so, so sorry. That's okay. You're a distraction here. <laughs>
the more that you allow yourself to dig into the science side in order to satisfy the part of you that might not be able to wrap their head around the other side, um, the easier it is for you to jump into the thought pattern of your ability. And when I say that, it's because for me, even once, uh, once I was told that, oh, you're clairvoyant, and I'm like, oh, I didn't really know what that word was, honestly. Yes. You know, I hadn't been exposed to that word in my family and in, in my upbringing. That wasn't something that I knew about. And so when someone said to me, oh, you're clairvoyant, and I looked it up, and they said, oh, well, you think and you feel and you, you can see and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, that, how come you don't do that? <laughs> and yeah. how come I'm doing that? And diving into the science side and seeing how much science there is behind this subject and, and clearly um, proven and and the ability to know that this is not something conjured up in your head, mm-hmm. that scientifically this is an actual something that happens that the brain is able to do. Once I got over that little hurdle, for me everything changed because then I allowed myself to be even more clear then I allowed myself to be far more intuitive. And so readings and clarity were happening almost instantly after I gave my brain permission to accept the logic and the science side of this. So for me, once I researched and did what I needed to do to make my brain go, okay, this is actually real, <laughs> you know. Um, for me being a science scientific person, it made me put all my guard down and go, yeah, you. this is what you're doing. Your brain actually is working this way, and it's okay. It's allowable. It's acceptable. It's fine for you and your body, and you are able to help other people. And it just really turned my thought pattern around and took me out of the fear mode of, oh, my goodness, I'm doing something that other people aren't doing. Does that make me weird? Does that make me, you know, uh, outside of normal society limits you know what i mean yes um the science side of it calmed (laughs) everything down for me yeah i'm sure you do (laughs) but and that's what i tell people because when when people say to me i don't know if i can believe it i say to them do a little research get a little understanding because when you get a little understanding it's going to change your perspective and then you're going to start tuning in It's going to wake up your senses because you're going to give yourself permission to play with those senses. I have a saying, be blind, deaf and dumb in order to see, hear and feel. Oh, I love that. And it's get out of your head. You know, we we talked about that chakra that is, you know, the sacral chakra around the gut. You know, that gut is that... I don't know why I know, but I know. Well, that's your knowingness. That's that divine connection of truth that's resonating there. And if you come from that point and and it resonates with the heart and uh, it goes to the spirit into action and we know what we need to know when we need to know it, that's when Mm -hmm. we really truly understand what we're seeing, what we're hearing, what we're feeling. If we're only looking at things from the mind's eye, and not bringing to the conversation the soul, heart, and the spirit, we're missing out on a great deal of information that we need in order to make a decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really well said. Thank you. So the point is, is that it's not all about the head. The head is what needs the science. And I've interviewed an awful lot of scientists, you know, quantum physics, quantum energy. Mm -hmm. 
And you know what they've realized now is that what they're measuring in energy and frequency and you know molecules and this and that, they realize that people who choose to live in spirit are people who are living in this energy, that are riding this frequency. They're people that are that are, are truly and utterly are that quantum energy and they're living in it, whereas they are still under the understanding of trying to define it and trying to, right. you know, uh, you can't refine it, you can't change it. All you can do is actually understand it and set yourself free to follow it and where it goes, right? Because we have absolutely no idea where it's going to take us and that's where that trust and that leap of faith comes in. When you do tune in and you tune in properly on the right frequency, it's going to take you to places and have you doing things that you never in your life you thought you could do. But wow, did you surprise yourself? And not only did you surprise yourself, but you enjoyed it. Yes. <laughs> Amen. And you benefit from it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And yeah. you know, we limit ourselves so much because that comes from the mind. Exactly. You know, that expectation, you step outside of that and, and let, you know, your soul, heart and spirit free and just go and do, all of a sudden you've gone and done something you never thought you could do and you go, oh my goodness, I'm imp I've impressed myself. Absolutely. It, it just gives you a new self-confidence and, and a self-empowering uh, state of mind where you're not afraid to try things. And I'm not saying, you know, jump off a bridge and do crazy things, right. but you're not afraid to try things that you know, could have been in a relationship way or could have been in a work type of way or, you know, how you handle something. You're not afraid to try things because you've allowed yourself the ability to explore yourself. You know, when I look at all of these, um, you know, clairvoyance abilities, mm -hmm. uh, none of them are about thought. Because, no, you isn't know, that interesting? Yeah, because thought is, is again, is, is, you know, the brain and the mind. It's the thought yep. process. But, you know, you're talking about clear vision. And right. clear vision, as you said, isn't just through the eyes. It's, it's seeing it again from the soul, you know, mm -hmm. from the spirit, and understanding what you're seeing on a much deeper level. That the yes. eyes can't take in, but the soul and the spirit can give more depth to an understanding we're seeing. I'd like to tell you about a reading that I did a few years ago because it really very well explains all of these sense, senses coming through in one reading, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'll keep it short and sweet for you. A young lady came to me, and she was missing someone who had crossed over. And she, all she told me was that um, there was a special incident that had happened and that she wondered if he was aware, and that's all she said. And so I said to her, I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing you standing on a cliff, and a beautiful orange sunset. I was literally seeing the picture of her standing on a cliff with this beautifully orange painted sky. I said, I see the water below you and I can hear the waves crashing up against the mountain. So you're high up in the air. And I said, and I keep smelling this beautiful orange flavor. Like I keep smelling oranges coming by my nose and I'm not sure what that is. And I said, but I just have the feeling that you are so full of love at that moment, right? So now I'm feeling, I'm smelling, I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't go through the taste on that particular incident, but I said, I am seeing you throwing a bottle into the water. And the young lady gasped and she said, 
I was on a mountain in Spain where I threw a bottle expressing my love for this person at the place we had our first date. She threw a bottle into the water with a love letter in it. And for me, I saw literally a painted picture of her standing on this ledge throwing the bottle with this beautiful sky. She says the sky was the most beautiful orange I had ever seen and there was a whole field of orange trees behind where I was standing. So all of my senses saw without my eyes, without Mm -hmm. my nose, without my ears, you know, without anything, my mind's eye saw this beautiful picture that I was given to look at and describe. So that clear vision was the vision that this person who had passed over was giving me to show her that, yes, he was aware of that instance. He was there with her when she did that. Right. And, you know, this is the thing is the mind wants to second guess it. It wants to dissect it. How did I do that? Why did I do that? Why did that happen? Get out of that. Yeah, and honestly. Enjoy the experience, right? Because you've got all the information you need it. And naturally, you go through that, you know, especially in the beginning. You second guess, was that my thought or was that somebody talking, Mm -hmm. you know? But what I learned that is the most important thing of all when you're trying to uh, get in touch with your own senses and get in tune with spirit and the other side or people who have passed, you have to let fall out of your mouth whatever came into your head. Yeah. Yeah. And just say it. Just blurt it out, write it down, whatever, but just say it because 99% of the time it did come from the other side and your silly little brain wants to second guess it. <laughs> I mean, I've interviewed so many people that are conduit writers and yeah. you know, and they say, I didn't write this book. I was just as surprised as, as anybody when I read it yeah. uh, because yeah. they channeled that information. And right. uh, I, and that's the whole thing is that really what you are doing as a clairvoyant is you're channeling. Yes. Right? So yes. it's all you've done. You've tuned into that frequency. That knowledge comes through. And it's going to come through in the way that it wants to, it needs to, or which channels you have open. Um, mm-hmm. On which are your strongest uh, senses. You know, I see things. Um, I, I'm a seer. Um, and then I, uh, f- from that, it's... Um, kind of I see where it can go you know I kind of see it mm-hmm. mass. Um, yeah you know this is the possibility this is what you can do with it this is what's needed to be seen um, you know what people do with that is then up to them but it's you know what you right. see the map reader in other in other words and right. we don't know which way is going to be our strength or which way is going to be you know um, maybe we only have two clairvoyance things that we're very good at and uh-huh. the others might not be you know may not be finely tuned uh, that's okay. It's whatever we are opened up to. That's the information that's going to come to us. And when we do, is instead of trying to dissect it and understand it, it will reveal, you know, whether it's come to you on your own without anybody being around, it will reveal what it means. If you just keep on taking the path, you'll meet that somebody that needs to know that message. Absolutely. And, you know, you never say anything to anyone who wasn't put in front of you to hear it yeah exactly (laughs) there's always there's always a deeper divine something in the works in the background you might not know why you got that information and you might not know who it's supposed to go to Mm -hmm. but it will reveal itself they will be in front of you before you know it and you will be giving the message to the person that needed to hear that message 
and even if they think oh, who the hell is this woman giving me this message <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of it is that message has now been received and I know, right i have to tell you i have walked up to thousands of strangers over mm. the years and said do you mind if i tell you something and it's it's a little scary the first couple times you do that because you don't know if you're on or if you're not, yes. <laughs> you know, if it's going to make any sense to them. But I have not one single time had someone say to me, I have no idea what you're talking about or that makes no mm -hmm. sense. Not one single time. So what does that tell you? Yeah. That when you're getting that information, there's a place for it to go and that place will reveal itself. And there isn't anything called coincidence. It's all no. divine intervention or divine plan. Um, and you're just being used as a conduit at that time. Absolutely. That message. And, you know, when we look at that, that we're messengers, right? So, and, and it's trusting that the information you're getting is not something that your brain has conjured up. You know, it's trusting that this information means something to someone. Um, I, I did a reading not long ago with this lady, and I was channeling her uh, nephew who had passed away. And all she said to me was, I want to connect with my nephew. He passed away recently. And that was all the information she gave me. And this was a face-to-face -face reading. And so I kept getting all these different crazy emotions. I, I was feeling sick. And then I was really happy. And then my stomach was just turning. And then all of a sudden I had a headache. And all these different things kept going one after the other after the other through my body. And I was just looking at her, trying to decipher what is going on. And so finally, I just said it out loud. I said, I don't understand why. I've never experienced this before, but I keep feeling all these different emotions. I have like, and I started counting them. I have eight different thoughts and emotions all going on at one time with this guy, and I don't understand why. And she said to me, he was a schizophrenic and he was diagnosed with eight personalities. Ah. So I was feeling, it's feel good. like feeling, feeling all of the different personalities coming through. But if I wouldn't have said that out loud, that would have never come out. But also and so it gives the, you an understanding of the torment that this young man must have gone through. Absolutely. Absolutely. The young man committed suicide and that was why she was wanting to connect with him. And he committed suicide after he found out that he was, he was never going to leave this eight personality thing. Right. But the importance for me was say what comes through yes. because you, it makes sense to the other person or the other people, <laughs> even though it made no sense to me. And I'd never experienced, you know, eight different emotions, bang, 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 one after the other, after the other, it made no sense to me, but it made a hundred percent sense to her. And she absolutely knew she was talking to him at that moment. Right. I mean, um, I used to, um, I used to say kind of work for death, you know, is that when people mm -hmm. crossed over and they weren't you know, a little confused of where to go or if they had a message for a loved one, um, you know, that's, um, we, you know, I had no, uh, no idea who was going to come, when they were going to come. Right. Because, you know, it just happens. Um, or, you know, um, somebody who's just uh, lost somebody, I would have a message for them. And right. it would be extremely clear what that message is. And, of course, not always received, you know, when, when somebody's going uh -huh. through something. But, you know, a, a great deal of the time the message would be, I'm in a good place. It's you I'm worried about. 
Yes. Right. And I got to say that's most of the time. Mm. Um, when there's uh, somebody that comes to me that's in some type of pain, mental pain, spiritual pain, or, you know, just um, sadness, uh, most of the time the other side will come through strictly to comfort. Yes. Strictly to, to say, hey, everything's good for me. But let's look at you for a minute because there's some issues here that you need to handle or you're going to be hanging out with me over here. <laughs> yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, and I've seen that happen too because of people just, you know, not being able to let go. Um, yeah. And look at it as a cycle of life and and, in, and embrace the gift that you were given when you were given it. And it, it's time was to go on and uh, that's got nothing to do with you. That was to do with their journey. And uh, we need right. to live in the gratitude of the person in the moment and keep that memory alive in us in a happy way and not let it consume us. Now, let's talk about, you know, I know that for some people, um, you know, that used to be the Ouija board or, you know, diving mm-hmm. into the into the thing. And, and um, you know, I, even though I was born this way, I went through a phase which I was very ill and very unhappy in my own life. And it opened up some channels that really led to some darkness and I was possessed and it took uh, three or four people to try and hold me down and uh, and to get this possession outside of me. And I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people think, but if I open up my channels, that's going to happen to me. Well, again, if you mix your chakra balance by feeding it properly and raising your frequency, that isn't going to happen to you, is it? No, not at all. And actually, you have full control even to a deeper level than than balancing your chakras. Balancing your chakras is really important, as in it keeps you, your mind and your body stable so that you can address things that disturb you. Um, but what I learned from, I, this is really interesting, I had a young spiritual guide early on when I first you know, was starting to Um, get more clear and understand more of what my abilities were and how I could use them to help people. I had a young lady named Angel, (laughs) who uh, I always thought that was great. Oh, you sent me someone named Angel to help me. Perfect. (laughs) Um, She would definitely open my eyes to me having all the power in the world to not have certain information come through to me. What happened to me at one point was I was so sensitive that I was picking up things just like an antenna. I was picking up things that were not positive, were not vibrant, and did not um, help others. And that's really where my passion was. And so when things came through, like an example is I had children that would pop in and I would just hear them screaming, help me, help me, help me. And I went through that for about three days. And I called her and I said, I don't understand what I can do for them because they won't speak to me. They're just screaming at me. I don't get it. What do I do? And she said, Janie, you're in 100% control. You say to spirit, spirit, I don't want to receive messages that are going to cause me stress. I don't want to receive messages that aren't for the betterment of those that I'm speaking with, that aren't going to help those who you know are looking for some guidance. I don't want to receive messages and hints and visuals and aromas of things that are going to upset me. And she said, just be clear with your spirit and yourself of what you're willing to work mm-hmm. with. And you can close the doors to the things that scare you. And that was probably the most valuable information for me. So what I literally did 
was I took out a pad and paper, a paper and a pen, and I wrote down, I would love to be able to receive messages that help people heal. I would love to be able to receive messages that help enlighten people, that help people grow, that help me grow, you know, things like that. And so I made a list of what I was willing to do and accept in my body, in my brain, because you are the channel, so it is cruising through you. Yeah. So when I made up my mind of this is what I want to connect to versus anybody and everybody on the other side, feel free to roll on in no matter what you got. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, when I made those distinctions in my own head, everything stopped. It, I only received what I wanted to receive. And I mean that in I never got any scary stuff anymore. From that moment, literally from that moment. So it was like the universe was watching what I was writing down and said, okay, only give her this, 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 and that because she doesn't want this, 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 and that. And it was that simple. It was that easy. And I was blown away that that was all I had to do in order to not get anything that scared me. Well, if you think about the old radio channels, and right now everything's digital. You press a button and it goes to another channel. But if you think about Mm -hmm. the old ones when you turn the knob, Right. Yeah, you would turn it until you got you know a really clear channel. Yes, and, and you know sometimes that static you're getting from people is that they're not quite in that channel. And, right, and so by clearing, tuning into your channel of clarity, is now helping that real message get through, and not all that kind of static that's on the other side. Yeah, and and static that doesn't have a a place to end up. Right, and when you don't like something, you change the channel. Right, when yeah. you're listening music and it doesn't suit your fancy you change the channel well it's the same thing you create guidelines and go i'm not interested in knowing this so change the channel and this is what i'm interested so only give me the only connect the dial you know how you push the button and it puts you on this channel and you push the button and it takes you to your other favorite channel and push another button it takes you to your other favorite channel well only put your favorite channels in you're right exactly and, you know, sometimes you can just like, you know, say to source, okay, I'm taking a break. Mm-hmm. At the present moment, the, you know, the only channels I want is of divine energy to reboost me. Because, you know, sometimes we do spend ourselves and it's time to replenish. And if you feel you're getting a little low on that, it's okay for you to go to, sorry, these channels are on holiday right now. I need yep. to open up the channel of pure divine energy to reboost me, to re-nurture me. So that I can be, you know, riding at the right frequency in order to help the people I need to help when I get back on. So if you don't place value upon yourself, upon what you need, you're not going to be strong enough to be able to do what you're, you're there to do. Um, right. And, and that's also where you can start laying, your, you know, everything getting low and the frequency getting low and your health getting low and start yeah. paying the price. So you've got to be very much in tune to you and what Absolutely. frequencies you need to have open. One of the things that I've been lucky enough to do is I sing with a a positive music group. And we've gone to the prisons in Los Angeles and a variety of places, and we've been able to sing positive music to those who are on death row and, you know, uh, are living a, a pretty tragic life. And when I walk into those places, I always say to myself and say to Spirit and all my universe and everybody who talks to me, I always say, please don't come and talk to me here. I don't want to connect with anyone that's connected to the prisoners or whoever while I'm here. All I want to do is give positive energy 
and enrich people's lives and give them positive thoughts to think about while they're going through whatever they're going through. Because if I walked into a, if I walked into a facility like that and everybody who had been hurt by those whoever by those people were coming through to yell at them or something imagine what a disaster that would be but you totally have the ability to just shut it off you just put out your guideline this is what i'm willing to do and you can do it on a you know location by location basis (laughs) exactly and the thing is about you know clairvoyancy or or being an empath is that Mm -hmm. sometimes you're going to feel things i mean every now and again i you know i get a wave of pain that's going through the world Yes, uh, and uh, you know you're going to feel it, and it's okay for you to switch channels because if you're in that pain, how can you help anybody? You know, right. and I know that you know as an empath, immediately what you want to do is reach out. Well, how you can do it is raise your vibration of love and send yes. out through the channels all the love of healing, all yes. the love of healing, and I promise you, in in whatever ways it can, it will reach them. But don't try and reach out physically through those channels because it's going to zap you. Yes. Yep. Very well said. And that's pretty much my thought pattern with doing the the shows at the jails and the prisons is because I want them to feel the love that I'm expressing through my singing, not what I'm connecting from spirit. And so that's the same. It's exactly what I do. As I say, I want everybody in this facility to feel the love that I'm giving them through my voice. Right. Exactly. and they all get it, and I didn't get hurt in the middle, right. <laughs> you know. And it's you're totally as protected as you want to be. So just create your guidelines and honor them, which is honoring yourself. And then you're not in the position where you have scary anything happening for you. you so you know what we have to do when we when we're learning what this is, you know, on on how you receive your information, is to mm-hmm. basically pay attention, isn't it? You know, it's paying a lot of attention. Vision, or you know, I, I saw something, or I heard something, or I felt something, you know, yeah. or I tasted something, or I smelled something. Is pay attention to which of your channels are open, and you know, it may be that it's only going to be open uh, two or three times, and another one comes on stronger, or, or it will come mm-hmm. in and out of whichever channel is open, right, in the way that it needs to uh, come through you. Absolutely. And sometimes you'll be in a in a location and you'll get some kind of a sensation or a funny feeling. A lot of my friends call it. I get this funny feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually a, a reality feeling. It's not funny. It's part of who you are and you're tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's definitely being aware of how your body feels. And when we were talking last week's show about chakras and how your chakras work with your brain to tell your body exactly what's wrong with you, this is the same thing. Your senses and your brain work with you to tell you exactly what's going on, not only within yourself, but around you. So being aware of what your senses are telling you by paying attention to them, listening to them. If you get a funny thought, and you're not sure what it's about, write it down and go back and visit it later. And I bet you anything you'll figure out what that's connected to. Because you might not understand it at the second that you receive it. Right. But it always becomes clear at some point. Yes, it will reveal. Now, let's, mm-hmm. let's look at, um, you know, dream state. You know, I, um, I, I'm one of those channelers. I go to bed. I want to go to sleep. And then everything opens up. Yes, uh, and it, you know, for me, visions. I mean, literally, I'm a person that I'm 
whatever I'm visioning, I'm I'm feeling the entire sensation. I'm there. I'm present. Yes, I'm right, you're in right it. in it. And yeah. so it's like again, don't come out of it and go kind of what did that mean? Is this like how did I feel about that? And, and yeah. that's how you will actually understand what you need to know from it, isn't it? Absolutely. And a lot of times, the information I'm getting from the other side for people is that if they're afraid to tap into those senses they can talk to the person that they love in their dream state and that person will come into their dream state and, and acknowledge them. A lot of times what the information I've been uh, given to pass on is ask me the question before you go to bed and I'll come to you in your dreams and I'll answer it. Yeah. And I, that pretty regularly happens. It's I quite often uh, that you get that guidance for those who work better in that dream state. And it's going to come to you in, in your channel of your strength. Right. right. It, it might be a feeling or it might be an audio or it might be a vision. You know, yeah. they're not just going to come in and actually, you know, word for word, give you the answer. They're going to give it to you in whichever sensory you're open in. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it actually helps to open some of the other senses. Yeah. Because when you're in your dream state, you're, you're pretty much the most relaxed you're going to be all day. Because your your eyes are closed and your body is in shutdown regenerate mode, so therefore you allow these thoughts to come in and, and float around and create a scenario and that type of thing. So um, it's a really interesting place that allows you to raise your vibration or allows you to get into a different sensory mode and move your body and your brain in a different pattern that maybe when you're awake you're not as comfortable with yeah. yet so it's a great beginning spot for sure in order to um you know get you on the track of oh i can do this when i'm awake too <laughs> now i'm getting you know the message from the people listening to this right now there's a big word coming through how how do i do this how do i open up my channels okay um for me the first thing for me was i really needed to give myself permission to open them right because as soon as I gave myself that permission then everything just started flowing in whether I wanted it to or not I was all of a sudden getting these thoughts and these tastes and these different sensations so a lot of people I find if you can just give yourself permission to connect you can really start the ball rolling that way and and say it's okay if I get these sensory powers coming in or whatever name you want to call them. It's okay if I get these feelings and I'm not sure what to do with them. Uh, allowing yourself to explore deeper into your mind and your body. I feel like most people are blocked and can't connect because they won't let their guard down. Right. And that's the biggest thing that... that and is the easiest thing to do is give yourself permission. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, just put the fear away. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Put it away. I mean, this is, you are a divine spirit. You know, right. it's, don't get trapped by the vessel of your body. You are exactly. that beautiful divine spiritual energy that is part of the universe. And all you're doing is channeling in to your brothers and sisters for the information that you need or for the information they need to give you. So it's, you know, step out of your, you know, the, out of your, the body, so to speak, and just step in to that wonderful yeah. flow. And let the stigmas go. Yeah. You know, uh, 
back in the day they were burning witches at the stake, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I got fried a few times. Yes, few I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it up. <laughs> but I, you think about that, the fear was the unknown. Yeah. It was the fear of not knowing. It was the fear of not having the knowledge of what is this these people are able to do. Right. And so if you need that scientific mind resolved, just hop on the internet and, and look up things like the science behind intuitive readings or being an intuitive and the brain. And there's so much fact that's undisputed mm-hmm. that you can't help but get past that hurdle if that's what your hurdle is. Right. Um, and then giving yourself the permission to explore that part of you allows your brain the freedom and the ability to start hanging out in the clouds. And I don't mean like with your feet off the ground and your brain out in space. I mean, allowing you to connect to the energy that's out there, connect to the spirit guides that are there, your family members, your friends, people who have crossed. Once you open up your mind to it's okay, number one, and I can do this, number two, you've pretty much opened the gates. So now you have the gates open. Now what do you do? Well, you become really aware of the things that drop into your mind. Things, thoughts that come through that feel displaced, like, uh, I would never think of that. What does that have to do with anything to do with me? Right? Yeah. Thoughts that come through that are not your normal thoughts, your normal thought pattern, anything you're familiar with. Note that very likely that is something that you've gathered from the other side. That is a message that has come to you. And whether it's a thought, whether it's a feeling, whether it's a taste, whether it's that instinct that makes all the hair on the back of your neck stand up, whatever it is that is coming in as a sensation to your body, make note of it, especially in the beginning. Because in the beginning, your logical mind says, well, that doesn't make sense. That must not be, you know, something for me. I must, my brain must have just made that up. The reality is, no, you are connecting and you are getting these sensations and emotions and and aromas and things like that. You just have to allow yourself to take the time to see where that might take you, to see what that emotion or thought or taste was about. You might not know it in that second that you receive it. But for me, I found it really easy to just write it down and then I would revisit it and go, what was that thought about? And then it would come to me, oh, this is a thought for this person about this. That makes total sense. That relates to that scenario that I was just involved in. And you know, so many people have iPhones today. So if you don't want to write it down because it's always the pen and paper, remember that, just press record. Uh, don't try and look to make logics out of it, you know, make nope. sense out of it. Just accept that information as it comes out of it, especially if initially, you, you know, it comes through your dream state. Just as yes. you're in that what I call the twilight zone, before you fully wake up, grab your recorder and just <laughs> literally open up your mouth and whatever needs to come out, record it. Absolutely. It, it will become clear later. Please don't look for clarity straight off because it yeah. doesn't always happen that way. No, and you're skeptical in the beginning, so (laughs) you won't allow it to happen even if it is clear. (laughs) And as you said, you know, you had a a spirit guide there in the beginning, and and, uh, I really don't really know anybody that didn't. You know, when you first start off, there's always somebody there to guide you 
um, to help you on your way until you get to be so in sync with something they can now let you go and be on your own. And now let me tell you a little story of something that happened to me, and this might really open some eyes for some of the newbies out there. Um, I had been intuitive since birth, so this is, you know, I've always had that ability. I always counseled all the friends in the neighborhood. I was five years old having all the little kids sit in the living room. You know the routine. Oh, yes. (laughs) But when I was 40, my dad passed away. And it was a big shock to us. It was all of a sudden he caught a cold and four days later he was gone. It was very, very shocking. And for the next three, four weeks, I kept seeing him everywhere. And I mean everywhere. And I was feeling him touch my shoulder. I was hearing him say specific sentences to me regarding the jobs I was working on for my company, that type thing. And I said to my mom, mom, I think I'm losing my mind this must be some crazy form of grieving because I keep literally seeing dad walk past my windows everywhere. And she says, Janie, maybe you should go speak to a psychiatrist or a psychologist and see if there's something you can do to work through this. So I go and see this, uh, this person and he says to me, he says, you've connected to the spiritual side uh, so deeply from the pain you're experiencing from this loss that you are seeing your father and you are feeling him and this is not grieving, this is a connection to spirit. And he, the psychiatrist, is the one who said to me, I'm going to send you to a young lady named Angel who is going to teach you how to harness this. So this was the science world saying to me, no, this is not about grieving and this is not about death, this is about you are now clearer and so now learn how to manage your clarity differently. Yeah. I, I so interviewed isn't that a, interesting? Very, because I interviewed uh, Amelia Camp, who is a psychotherapist, and she said well, she realized in the psychotherapy that there was so much missing. And she said, we don't take care of the sacred. So she changed it to sacral therapy. And uh-huh. she's saying that, you know, the, the psychotherapy is purely on the mind and they just don't incorporate the heart, soul or the spirit into it. And a lot of the time people think they're going mad because, you know, the body, the spirit is talking to them and, yeah. uh, and the mind is trying to make rational, you know, out of it. And, uh, and she said this is, you know, a lot of the time there's nothing wrong with the people. They're just channeling. But yep. yet we have dictated as a society that that's wrong. And it isn't. Yeah. That is so very right and is what's meant to happen. And let's just say this has been going on for thousands of years. This beginning is of time. New. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. nothing new. It's just that our lifetime that we are living in here, um, there's been fear around it because it hasn't been really explored enough, enough to be publicly accepted in a you know in a way of encouraging people to explore this in themselves it was also you know became a very much of a control factor you know religion stepped in and uh-huh. instead of teaching faith and and how to channel because then basically when you are channeling spirit you're bypassing uh, yeah. the church because exactly. you're going right to divine source and they wanted to keep you coming to them so That's they right. kept you in fear and they kept in through fear they kept you in control and, exactly. you know, dictating what they wanted you to know because God forbid that you should have any thought or any power of your, over yourself. And it, honestly, the whole religion thing was a, a business and yes. it was a money-making operation at, at every single um, step of the way, no matter if it's 
current or it's from 100 years ago. Yeah. It's the same pattern. It's another job, another company. So or if another you wrap excuse to do cruel things in the name of a god. Yeah, right? yeah, truly, truly. Right. So, you know, uh, my, my mom is a Eucharistic minister in the Catholic Church. She's 81 years old. Uh, her mother was in the convent for some time, came out of the convent to take care of an ailing Ella, uh, um, uh, aunt. So my mom was raised very, very, very much in that religion, religious belief of the Catholic trail, right? Well, we all had to go to Catholic school and all that stuff. Well, then here she has a child <laughs> who is on the other end of the spectrum from a religious um cult if you will i don't know what else to call it but you know that that this is what this group believes and this is how we're all functioning as a result of the beliefs from this group that we've joined um and then you have me coming out of left field yeah. going but i don't operate that way i don't believe in all of that i can't follow all of that none of that feels right for me i feel better physically mentally emotionally when I connect to universe bigger outside of the class of religion, yeah. it yeah. took some time for her to wrap her head around that. Yeah. I got to tell you, it wasn't an easy trail for her to wrap her head around. But the more I would connect her to her mother and her grandmother and the people who passed, and she would feel the reality of, you know, I gave her a recipe. She, she said to me one day, I want a recipe for rhubarb pie. My mother used to make it, and I always wished I'd have gotten that recipe before she died. Well, the next time I was with my mom, we connected to my grandmother, and I asked her for the recipe for the rhubarb pie, and she gave it to my mother. My mother was blown away that this was really happening, and this could happen, and that a human, other than a minister, a priest, or whoever, could connect to the other side. But the moment we went through that with her and she had that experience, from that point on, she understood it completely and she's completely changed her view. Right. So sharing those experiences with people and allowing them the ability to be touched by the other side is so more valuable than, you know, just a, oh, I connected you with your grandmother. It, right. A lot of times it's a whole shift in mindset that brings healing to the body. You know, we must never, ever, ever underestimate the power of divine energy. When my mum was passing, um, she was 95. She was in a lot of pain. And she kept saying, I want to die, but I don't know how. And, oh, she, wow. was, and she was having a hard time kind of, of letting go. And the, that, that fear of crossing, not of dying per se, but just that fear of crossing. And I, yeah. I went on Facebook to all my colleagues and friends. And I said, my mum needs help. She needs the angels come down and get her. Uh, it is her time to go. She wants to go and she needs that help. I had over a hundred people, not just do like or little emojis. They yeah. sent blessings. And within 24 hours, it had been a rainy day in England. My sister was with my mom. My brother had just left her to go away for a couple of days. Uh, they were the prime caregivers. And um, apparently it was a really rainy day. And all of a sudden, the sunlight came through the window, shone right down on my mom. She opened up her arms and then then the next few seconds passed and did this all within that 24 hours never mm. ever ever underestimate the power of loving energy or how far it can reach or in which way it it is given 
I have to tell you, Sarah, I've heard so many different kinds of stories just like that. It's, it's so amazing the power of how people have been healed by universal blessings. Yes. yes. Unbelievable. And how people have been let go and how, you know, things have changed dramatically when a group of people will bring their loving, powerful energy into a certain thought and a direction for a specific person. It's amazing. It's, it's raising a- that person's vibration and that energy. And when that energy is, is risen up to a certain level, it becomes healing. Yes. Yeah. It's all very rational and logical. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I recently did an interview on the Bosnian pyramids. And uh, this gentleman uncovered um, a pyramid of 34,000 years old, one of the biggest in the world. And instead of just the archaeologists going there, he brought in the scientists. And uh, Russia has actually duplicated the pyramids using exactly the same dimensions. And the things that they have discovered, the pyramids are machines, they're energy machines that can provide free energy for this planet, also a direct connection to the universe, where they completely channel. Um, All of the water in there, the air in there, everything in there was healing. And they've measured it in the frequencies. Uh, And since then, Russia has done different pyramids where one, they've just tested the water, they've tested this, they've tested that. And it, it's all to do with that frequent vibration. And the more that you raise it in harmony, in a symphony, the more it becomes um, healing, not only of the planet or of the universe, but within us, of our own particular system, because it's harmonizing. And so we, we must never underestimate that power of that energy that you're channeling in visions that people need to know and, and that become healing. Absolutely. And, you know, it's such a strong point. I was just, I just got a little vision I'm going to share with you. Um, Years ago, I had seen a scientific experiment where I want to say it was college kids had taken four or five drinking glasses and they filled them up with water and they wrote on the glass. Um, One of them wrote love, the word love. One wrote the word hate. Um, And it was, it was that type of thing where they wrote specific words that showed emotion on the glass and they put all the glasses in the freezer and when they went back an hour later the glass that had love written on it was still water the glass that had hate written on it was frozen and so each of the glasses had different reactions some had shattered and cracked some had uh, like shards um, of crystally little things on the outside of the glass. They had each reacted according to the energy yes. of the word that was written on there. Yeah, they did That's that. That's how strong uh, I know. I haven't heard the ice one. I've heard the water one, uh, where they had, you know, one glass of water that was fed, uh, you know, hate and loathing, um, and another one that was fed love. And the, the one that was love crystallized into beautiful snowflake, you know, crystals of purity, mm-hmm. and the other one turned black an almost oil texture uh, and you know that just shows we're made up of water and energy folks absolutely absolutely and pay attention to your energy exactly. because your own personal energy you can make magic with yeah. yeah and you know what you say to yourself is the energy you're giving yourself so raise your own vibration by loving yourself because when you do you bring harmony to yourself you raise your own frequency you raise your own health you raise your own abilities and you raise what service you give to the rest of mankind absolutely absolutely and recognize that just your thoughts 
in a beautiful, energetic way, travel around the universe. Yeah. If you can help heal people in different countries than what you're in, imagine how much power you actually have. And instead of sending hate out to somebody that's doing something awful, send out loving consciousness to them. Absolutely, because yeah. let them awaken to what they're doing. Let them mm -hmm. awaken to the pain that they're inflicting. Send yeah. out that loving consciousness of awakening so that they will stop it. More hate only feeds their existing hate, which means they'll That's carry right. on doing what they're doing. And it's as if you're patting them on the back going, good job. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's always be careful what you feed, right? Absolutely. And in that same vein, think about what you're feeding your body. Exactly. Because when you feed your body and you feed your chakras, and we, we talked about this on the other show, so I'm not going to go into it too deep on here, your chakras and how you feed your body directly connect to what your brain is doing and thinking and how it's reacting. So pay attention to how you're feeding yourself if you want to feed other people with your brain. As in, you want to send support with your mind and with your spiritual connection and your energy? Then pay attention to what you're feeding yourself so that you can be a better conduit to feed others from afar. And, and uh, the more you feed your chakras and yourself and the more that you raise that uh, inner vibration, the more mm -hmm. you open up your own channels of clairvoyancy and, and uh, have that beautiful divine connection. So there yeah. is no lose here. It's all win, win, win. Feed your body, feed your, your mind, your heart, your soul and your spirit and you raise your vibration that opens you up to the universe that now you can start be become the solution to the world and not the problem. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people there, they don't want to do readings for people and they don't want to connect in on such a deep level. And just know that just you com connecting only for your own personal self, your self-guidance and your self-awareness, it lifts your life quality tremendously you don't have to connect to the other side and, and gain spiritual access for the means of sharing it with everybody else right. you can connect strictly to do your own personal healing or your own personal awareness or your own personal journey and and that's really where it starts is look at your your own personal self first and look at what you can connect to raise the elements in your own life and then if it flows to you to connect to other people and to share and to work with other people then that's beautiful yeah. but at the very very least look at what these connections and this energy can do for your own self and you know the, I say place importance upon yourself because if you're not abundant within yourself what have you got to give right right absolutely yeah yeah and, you know, that's, again, with the chakras, you can mm -hmm. fine-tune those areas that are not allowing you to be happy about yourself in, in those areas. You can fine-tune those areas so that you can get to a happy place that allows you to feed yourself this beautiful new energy. Exactly. And if that's what it's all about, folks. It's about the good vibrations and the positive energy. And when you step into that, you'll just see all, all those confusions that you have about life just fall away because it is what it is and it's divinely beautiful how do people book a session with you uh, for a reading and uh, how do they get hold of you love 
Uh, on my website is the easiest way, and you can either go to um, the Clairvoyant Gourmet, which is the chakra and cooking side of my world, or you can go to my own name, which is Janie Boyce Claire, B-O-I-S-C-L-A-I-R.com, and there's all kinds of examples there of the varieties of types of healings and readings that I've done. Um, there's also some video there if you've never had a reading before. We can do them in person. We can do them over the phone, by Skype, by FaceTime. Modern technology is a beautiful thing. It doesn't matter where in the world you live. Um, it's, it's a real simple thing to do. But also, just FYI, a lot of people aren't aware that you can change things happening in your business by having a reading, whether it's a clearing the energy, the negative energy in your business location, whether it's clearing your employees to change uh, the attitude that might not be great going on in your facility or to get people all on the same page and energetically working together. Um, I've really found a lot of companies have done so much better when they clear themselves but then also clear the people around them. Basically what you're doing is putting everybody in the same wavelength. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, And teaching them how to get rid of the baggage that they've been carrying which gives everybody this beautiful, fresh, new life. Right, exactly. Well, thank you so much, love. I've enjoyed both of these shows so much. That's a pleasure. Um, I know I'm going to have you back again, for sure, because I know there's even more to to dig deep with. Um, But, you know, you really opened up everybody's eyes and ears and uh, feelings and chakras. And, you know, really, the the only thing holding you back, folks, is is (coughs) yourself. Yes, So, you know, Step out of your fear. Step into this. There's nothing to be afraid of. Even if you just simply start off with the chakras and feeding the chakras properly, that will raise your vibration. That will start opening up your channels. And Absolutely. And anything to do with it. So and listen to the first show. Listen to this show. Listen to them both again. Share them along with other people. And uh, just set yourself free. Dip your toe in the water. And before you know it, you'll be swimming in the pool. Yes. <laughs> Come on in. The water is lovely. The water is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah. I really appreciate this time with you. And it's such a pleasure to have people like you out in the world that are encouraging others to explore themselves to this depth. It's a beautiful thing, and I really appreciate you being there. Uh, as I do with you, love, I really appreciate what you're doing and taking and putting it into such a practical application where people can really use it and really have a guideline in order to, you know, to follow this path without the fear. So thank you very, very much. I appreciate that, Sarah. Thanks a bunch. So remember, folks, it's up to you. Kind of, you want the change in your life, you've got to be the change in your life. Start off with the chakras. Feed your chakras properly. Feed your body properly. Open up everything. Open up all of your senses. And as your channels open and you start wondrously taking that journey, you'll realize how awesome it is. I promise you, the waters are lovely. Do come on in. Until next time.